0: Adam Hergenrother and this is Business Meets Spirit Chatter. We believe in personal growth through business success. Today and I today and I. Hallie, I don't know what we're going with. There's that. Three people on There's this three podcast. People, apparently. Probably
1: like six considering <laughs> you and I and then you and I. That's yes, exactly yeah. right.
0: Yeah, the knowing <laughs> Wait, the that's it's there, there. But you were saying, like, it's funny in these these podcasters, uh, when you're recording these things, you you press them in there you it kind of makes sense. Like it's red when it's live, but it almost should be green for going and red when it's stopped. But then when you go to like a booth, like you you see the red sign. Yeah. Yeah, That's probably why that's probably what it is.
1: I mean, it's telling other people to stop. Do not
0: enter. Oh yes. That's a good way. But it doesn't
1: really make sense on this
0: thing. It should be green as go. Yes. Right. That it's actually live. Yeah. Apparently this whole product needs to (laughs) to change change. (laughs) or all the whole industry needs (laughs) to change from that. Yes. Uh, And you had some feedback for us. Um, the one of the last podcasts we did was the peacetime wartime CEO one and uh, seeing who was right. And, uh, um,
1: Well, I mean, there's no real right or wrong, but I did get some feedback that people, not people, okay, there was one person, (laughs) one person so far who told me that they did agree with me that during the past two years, especially during the pandemic, that was definitely wartime.
0: Yes. I know. I'm glad somebody agreed with you. Yes. Well, somebody
1: I definitely respect.
0: Yeah, that's good. No, it is. is. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I think you're like 40%, right? So it's. I would say it's like (laughs) 75%. (laughs) Anyways, um, Arthur Brooks is a New York Times bestseller. He uh, he actually teaches at Harvard. Um, uh, like I think it's called like the Happiness Class or the Cracking the Code to Happiness is his class or something along those lines. He teaches. He's been a professor there for a while. It was just really interesting in listening to him talk and, and reading his books. Um, but he uh, he was actually talking about how his students that during COVID because he just sparked it for it um, during the Happiness Project their their students. The kids in college now, um, even like our generation kind of woke up and realized that their parents weren't as happy as that they should be. And they're kind of happier than their parents. And Mm -hmm. so what he found was all of these during the Zoom class, their kids, the kids, I say kids, like the college students started having their parents listen to the class.
1: Mm, that's and because cool. and
0: he's like, I would look in the zoom and all of a sudden I see parents literally behind the students like sitting there listening to it. Cause the students were like, mom, dad, you gotta, or, you know, grandma, whatever it is, like, you gotta just listen to this. Like you, you need that's to be great. happier. Right. It's just yeah. kind of really interesting, but it's wonderful to hear that. Right. It's like all of a sudden people are recognizing like, Hey, like maybe the way that people used to do it, there's a different way to bring joy and happiness, fulfillment into your life first. Right. And then you bring that into whatever you end up doing in there. But anyways, um, Arthur has, teaches this course in one of his entire, uh, lecture is dedicated to, it's called what's your idol. Um, and so I, I, stole it from him and recycled it from him. And, um, I think it's a wonderful way, um, to, understand kind of like what is driving you subconsciously, particularly in the doing world. Right. And, and as a way of like, how do you making decisions on these things? It's just kind of an awareness exercise. So we're on the it with Hallie as a way that you could do this with your team. You could do this with your partner. Um, it's just a, it's, it's about a 20 minute exercise that you can do do. with yourself first. (laughs) Yeah. Do it with yourself first and kind of we'll walk through what that looks like. Um, but really it's a, it's an awareness exercise that you can do. And then It's designed to bring you, um, uh, to make sure when you're making decisions in your life that this is why people can struggle. And we've done podcasts, many of them about decision-making, but like, this is why people just struggle with decisions so much is because really what the, what they're struggling with is they're deciding whether or not if moving here or moving there, which one's going to make me feel better, right? It's still based on that decision. And what you do is based on that, is that going to feel better? typically re- relates back to one of these idols that you can go on right so it's kind of like which one's going to make me feel better and if your idol was you know pleasure then it's like okay what's one's going to bring me more pleasure so it becomes like a baseline for decision making from it's not wrong right there's just a different way of being able to go make those decisions which is again what we teach or I love to teach which is go to the root right uh, where that root is is why not be full then go into the world and do everything, right? It doesn't mean everything's going to work out the way it is. It's just a different, it's a, it's a first to be full in the being, then go out there and do that. So the, what's the idol thing, um, a, a conversation. So there's four kind of main components to what's your idol. Uh, and I'm going to walk Hallie through this and kind of answer and kind of go through this as, yeah. Can I ask questions yes, first? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, cause I think this exercise is very interesting, but why did he call it? What is your idol? Cause the idol to me means it's like, what do you worship? Yes. And that's so he's saying that most people even subconsciously worship these four things and that's what's driving their decision-making
0: well, i think somebody worships one of them
1: oh sorry right one yeah, of them one
0: out of the four right and there's yeah. and they're general you know they're general. Right, right. there could be more than four but generally speaking there's about four that people are that that all people are probably doing some of it's not like you're doing none of them but one of them stands out more than the other and that just becomes the basis of your decision making
1: why did, but I guess I did well,
0: I'm stuck on the word idol. Well, because if you love something, then. Oh, you, so it's worship. Okay. It's, like, like worshiping gotcha. for what they are. So one of them, you know, the, one of the first idols could be money. And so if you love, or if your idol is money, then your decision-making is going to be all around money. We had an individual mm-hmm. yesterday when we were doing this exercise kind of, um, you know, stand up and, and say that he, you know, went out and accomplished all his future, his, his, his goals. I remember that like his goals yeah. on like the, on his vision board Right. and somebody the was network, congratulating him. Income, yes. All everything. these kind of things to do, kind of like the idol piece, right. you yeah. want to go after. And he said, but I sacrificed everything else and now I'm going through some major personal problems. Yes. Um, and so that's what I mean by this is like you idol, you worship one of these things and therefore even though other things you know are more important to you, you go and you worship these things and you fall in love with something over here and that becomes the basis for your decision. Got it. And so so you end up staying over there. And the other way to ask this question, which I love is like, what is it, What are you doing? What do you love so much that's causing you to hurt others or yourself? Right? Like, what do you love so much about yourself that's causing you to hurt others? And it's kind of the same type of, of, um, kind of way of approaching this, which is what's your idol. You're loving something about yourself, even though you know, it's not right. It's just—it's mm-hmm. you're still doing it, and acting out. It's almost like you can't stop. The example you can always give is like you know, in, in, for like if you want to lose weight, right, or whatever it is. There's a cake sitting there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like all of a sudden you love the cake. You know, you shouldn't be eating the cake. In the morning, you look at it and you're like, I'm not going to touch it. It's not going to be there. It's going to be perfectly fine. Later on in the day, when your willpower is lower, you look at it, it looks at you a little bit differently. Then all of a sudden, it's like an hour later, it's like staring, and all you're doing is thinking about not eating that thing, right? It's like it's there and you know you shouldn't be. Then an hour later, you find yourself actually slithering off a piece of the cake or whatever it is, you know, throw in the trash and do all those different things with it. So, there's a lot of these things in our life that we know we shouldn't be doing, but it's like, we want them so much or desire them or their idols, or we love them so much that we end up doing them, even though we know it's hurting us or other people.
1: Right. Okay. So like in that example, it's not about what do you love so much about yourself? In that case, it's what do you, what do you just love so much? Yes. That's, that's causing, causing you, you to, to hurt, hurt others, your, yourself or others. Yes. That's exactly right. right, right.
0: Okay. Yeah, and it's kind of like, so what is caught? I love, I love that question. Like, what do you, what is caught? What do you love so much? that's caught? And other people, by the way, do this with anger right? They love right. anger so much. They know it's not right. Now when a clear, when they're clear, they go, yeah, I know it's not right. I, I shouldn't do that. I apologize for doing that. And then all yeah. of a sudden like, but when they have that moment yeah, feels to good. interact with anger, yeah. it does, there's a, there's a, there's a, it feels good to indulge in that energy movement that's inside of you. It mm-hmm. does. And it, I mean, it doesn't matter whatever it is. It, sometimes it feels good to yell at somebody, right? I'm just not all the time, but it, then it, then you end up getting worse though, right? So it's like you're, you're responding because it feels good to do this, but you know it's hurting others and you know you shouldn't be doing it.
1: Well, I was going to say, out of the four, like what, what is that an example of? That's like pleasure. I yeah, it assume. could be like a pleasure,
0: like, like, a, like, a, like eating can be a pleasure, right? Right, or even up. just
1: like being angry because that's the fe- like, cause you're getting pleasure from the feeling. Yeah. Or I suppose yeah. it could be power too. Yeah.
0: So the four idols, yeah. right, the kind of like the categories are money, fame, pleasure, and power, right? Yeah. Money, fame, pleasure, and power. Can we just define them before we... Yeah, sure. Well, we'll, well, let's do it when we go through there, right? So if you were doing this, Hallie, and the first step in this process is to kind of pause for a second and go, okay, um, one of them is your idol. One of them is kind of what you're doing. Which one of these four, right? Money, fame, pleasure, or power, would you just say, that's, I'm not there? Like I would just, that'd be the easiest one to give up.
1: Yeah, the first one for me was fame. Yep. But then I started thinking... What is the definition of fame? Is that like how how and how did he define it, or how do you define it?
0: Um, well, I think in fame could be like what you're doing is a basis to be seen externally. Right. So you're the basis for why you work. You know, you're you're always trying to make sure everyone knows what you're doing and what you're up to and why you're up to it. And there's actually not it's not wrong to do that. It's just right. it, it doesn't it it if you're doing it to to fulfill your idol of fame, then it's just going to feel hollow. Right. Um, so the fame piece is like what you're doing pretty much every day is so that the world can see how cool you are. Okay.
1: I would say that one's definitely not for yes, me. I would, I would agree with that. I didn't too, even well. want to get married because I didn't want people looking at me <laughs> I know. during my wedding.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, which is actually why you're in the the seat that you are. Yeah. I mean, you love being directly behind it, pulling all the puppets, to make it, is that what it is? Pulling all the like the, the strings. strings for yes. the puppets to make sure that it all goes well, right? Yes. And you love that, but then you love supporting the organization so that the organization stands on itself and can be seen,
1: right? But I still love sharing of and course. you know writing and things like that. But I don't
0: contact Content's content different. and
1: yes. and sharing and teaching, but yes. like in yeah. smaller groups. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. But you're but you're not doing that for fame, right? Yes. Right. So that's the it's, remember spirituality is never changing what you're doing; it's changing the part of you that's doing it. So you're not, right. you're not, you're sharing content, not to go, I want everyone to see me. I'm going to put all my money into everything to make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm on the Amazon bestseller or New York times bestseller. And I want everyone to know it. Right. There's nothing wrong with getting on those things. Yeah. It's yeah. wonderful actually. And that could be a goal, but you're not doing it as a way to fulfill yourself. All right. So what would be all the right. next one? Money would take, take out fame, pleasure or power.
1: Okay. So this is where it starts, I think, getting very difficult. It it does. Um, I didn't, one didn't stick out to me immediately. I mean, honestly, the next one for me, I felt like could be pleasure that I could get rid of only because, I mean, in some areas of my life, that's probably, I'm led by that. But in general, I do a lot of things that I don't want to do and that I'm, you know, I do grind through things. And I, so that one didn't, and it's not like I'm out there, like trying to gather all of these pleasurable experiences in life. So that one- didn't really feel right yeah. to me either. Although I suppose I could argue. Well, the thing is,
0: it's not like none of us do. We all do all some of yeah. all of these things. Like to in the doing world, so it's not like there's nothing wrong with pleasure. But that's just not what's driving the ultimate motivation of of your basis, right? And
1: yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah. I don't think so.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we'll take that one. Up. I mean, Dude. although I
1: don't. Okay. Let's keep going. Yeah. Okay. These were the two that I was having no. a hard time
0: with. Yeah, money and power.
1: Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, I felt like money was pretty Mm self-explanatory, but it could go either way, right? Like you either are led by money and you want to accumulate it or you want it for a certain reason, or conversely, you want it for, you don't want it, Mm -hmm. um, because you're, you don't know how to manage it, or you're afraid of what money might do to you, or you want it, but only enough because you want to be secure or safe. Like there's a lot of things around money. Yeah. And then, so power, talk to me about that one and how you define that.
0: It's funny too, you know, as an entrepreneur uh, or business owner and that like money typically is people's trophy, right? It's like, it's how people are defining their worth of what they do in the world. Yeah. Generally It's like a
1: a scorecard or a report card. Yeah, it is. And it's like,
0: it's one of those things. So it's like, so like that becomes for, for a lot of people like this money thing. Power is, is also the other one, which is like, it's control, right? Yeah. It's the, it's you Everything you're doing. So this can show up, right? Like, you you know, you're show up in a, in a business situation and you hire everybody that you're telling the people that are smarter than you, but they're really not. So you can be in control and you can be in power, right? It's more of that. Like, I want everybody to understand that I'm in charge of everything. Right. That I'm in charge and I want to, and that's control thing. It's just a power. Like, and it's. But not,
1: but do you think all of these have negative connotations? No, is that they the don't. Whole, I mean, idle, the word idle in and of itself Look, is, has a slightly negative connotation. I, I think, think
0: they can all have a ne- in this context that we're framing it, it's more negative. Yeah. Only because we're, we're trying to go through a self-awareness exercise about if you don't pay attention to it, it can, none of these things are actually bad. Right. They're bad if they are running your life in a way that you're not aware of. That's why we're going through the exercise and that's why you bring awareness around this. There's nothing wrong with money, but if it's running your life, there's something that's wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with fame if you get it, but if you're going after fame to fill yourself, fill yourself or fulfill yourself, or that becomes the, the, what you need to do in order to be there, that is a challenge.
1: Right. Or maybe you're making decisions that don't really align with your values. Yeah. You're not really. Because of that thing. Yes. Yeah.
0: Or, you know, or power. Or, if you're going after power to get power so that you can feel better about yourself because you have power, everybody, that's the wrong way to do it. Or pleasure. Yeah. Right. If you're going after pleasure, right. As a way of like, I just need to absolutely have all this pleasure all the time. You may avoid doing either the work or you may avoid doing uh, hard things that are required to do that because that's what yeah. you should ha- feel like you should have.
1: Yeah. I was just thinking of another, cause I know sometimes we think of pleasure in terms of like food or drugs yeah. or, um, you know, experiences or whatever. But one example that came to mind from somebody from um, Project U was, this just occurred to me that like fun is her pleasure yeah, and having fun. And it doesn't really matter what, where that comes in, but you know, fun at work, fun at home, yeah. like just, and so therefore sometimes it may cause her to not uh, maybe let somebody go who might need to be let go yes. or make different decisions in business. And she might normally, because yes, um, he wants to have a fun and yeah. a culture and fun environment
0: and letting go of somebody that's not a fit is not fun. Right. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So again, that's a wonderful point. It's all about just understanding the awareness so that when you go and and you're, you're wake up and you're going in a particular direction, like what part of you is moving to the, to there. So between money and power,
1: well, which one do you think mine is, well, I don't know. You tell me, I think power, but yeah, more so for myself, not because I want it over other people per se, but because I want it. I, I'm a very independent person mm-hmm. and I want to have full control over myself, my time, what I do, yeah, where I'm going. I don't like other people to tell me what to do.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, right or wrong. Like that's hard for me sometimes. And actually now I'm thinking of it like all the times, like you and Sarah have told me all these wonderful things I can do for myself for like my health. And I'm like, not going to do it because you told me to do it. Um, I'm trying to get over that (laughs) because like that's hurting me.
0: I know. You know? Yes. Um, well, that's a great example right there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm gonna listen to Sarah instead of you. <laughs> <laughs> that feels better. <laughs> it does.
0: It does. She's much softer. Yeah, She's much softer. Well, and money is an interesting one for you because it's a close second because it is a close on you because it's not about actually buying anything for you. Like no. that's actually irrelevant. People don't know this, how Holly does not like to spend money on. Well, you'll spend, spend money on experiences on or and stuff or like that. Yet. I don't
1: mind spending a lot of money but on the plane tickets. The ticket amount of to see my money sister. that
0: you make and for what you your your lifestyle is very low for what it is. So yes, it, but. It's the money is your sign of worth and work. Yes. Yes. And so. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think I've said this on a podcast too, and I don't know if this necessarily applies to this. Maybe this is the power thing and maybe a little fame tied in, but sometimes I'm like, because I don't buy a lot of material things, I'm like, man, people must think I hardly make any money Yes. Yeah. and that, you know, or I'm really bad with money yeah. and I can't afford nice things and, yeah. and really. So I don't know if maybe that's a little bit of the fame in there or I, I don't know what that is, but um that always bothers me a little bit. But not enough to change my decision yeah. about
0: well, now it's I like the, the example money. we had. Somebody that shared the examples, like you know, like when it came to money, is like they were driving a car that was like twenty thousand instead of a sixty thousand dollar car they used to have. And they're driving the interstate, and they're looking at all these people passing. They're like, "I could afford that car. Yeah. I could afford that. Car. You yeah. don't know. I could actually have that car if I want to, right?" Yes. It's like, and he's like, "I'm just driving down the road, and like also my mind's like, I want you to know that I could buy that car cash, right? Yeah. Like it's like this, this. Well,
1: so is that money, fame, power? What is that? Like
0: that that is a that is well, that's a self concept of all those things rolled up into it. I yeah. think that has a lot to do with money though. Right. And, and yeah. slightly power too. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit of all these things, but sure. that's like a money thing of like, I have the money to go buy that. I want everybody yeah. to know. Right. Yeah. And, and that, cause that is, cause if you have a nice car and you have money, that's a sign of being a trophy. It's really interesting too. Um, you even do this, like we're doing this with money, fame, pleasure, and power now, but you know, you go back a hundred years ago in the early 1900s it's really fascinating that food was rare, right? Rare. Like it was harder to get, right? And I, just, I think right. this is just a fun, fundamental, interesting thing, right? And because so we hadn't hit the
1: industrial we age yet. had hit and, the industrial age, yeah. and it
0: wasn't, it wasn't everywhere. So, so when you were actually overweight back then, it was considered that you were lauded, and it was a sign that you had money. Yes, because like you royalty, had royalty yes. in particular. Core, yeah, so you, yes. you put on weight or not yes. like, you know, like you just you had weight because you could show like I had I have yes. food and I can have whatever I want.
1: And also having like very, very, um, I'm not saying like white skin or fair skin, yeah. but just like staying out of the sun. Yeah. Um, because it also showed that Good you had, you were super wealthy because it yes. didn't meant that you didn't have to um, be, outside, be outside, outside and work. Yes. Yeah.
0: So interesting, right? Yeah. Or you had money to buy hats. Yeah. Yeah. And then you kind of fast forward where hundred years where food's ubiquitous, right?
1: Being really thin and really, really tan thin. are, are like, it's like the two the sa- sexy signs thing. I know, isn't of, it? Of success or yes. whatever. Because
0: yeah. all of a sudden you go and well, of course anybody could go have food. But now it takes mental toughness to not yes. or to exercise. And of course, anybody cannot not be in the sun anymore. Right. But it actually takes time to be able to go and, right. and be outside. Or
1: money to go on vacation know, or, or we'll go. No, you got to go get your spray tans oh, yeah, like okay, every. Yeah, right. You don't do this. Yeah. Get no. your spray tan. I don't either <laughs> go get your spray tan like every month or every yeah. two weeks or whatever it is. Yeah.
0: So it's just funny. And so those things happen. I actually think that the next er- iteration of this is going to be with things. I've said that for years. Like it'll. So be I'm already
1: like ahead of the curve on that. Well, it
0: just it will. Yeah, because you are, because it's going to be with. Because pretty soon, people are going to be able to have a Ferrari or a new yeah. house that they can 3D print. Maybe like,
1: not like right this minute though. Um,
0: no, I'm saying like. Well, remember it took a hundred years it, like, to switch to what it everything. is. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, it, yeah. it's like at some point, relatively soon. Relatively speaking, everybody's going to have access to everything that they could ever want sure. in their life, right? There's going to be robots doing things. There's going to be – you may not even need to – honestly, may, may get to a point where we don't even need to necessarily – Work if you don't want to, because everything will be in a hundred years, hundred fifty years, right? Everything will be automated so much that like there isn't requirement for humans to actually do that. So then it's going to be like, well, who chooses to work instead of being lazy, right? Who chooses to not have things, right?
1: But somebody's going to have to run all those automations. So I just think like the work will
0: change. I think so too. Yeah. I'm just saying that like Some right jobs now may we, no
1: longer exist just like they didn't a exactly. hundred years ago, but we'll have new jobs. Totally. creation. And then
0: we're, we're going to, then the people that wake up and go, I just want to create to create to create, right. Are going to want to be creating new things. And now it's like, how do you get to Pluto? Right. And how do you make right. that back as a planet? Right. Like, cause it got dropped. Right. Like, so then how do you get to another, ge- it's just always going to be this creation of things that are going on for what it is. Um, and this is far off the topic yeah. of the, but, that's, <laughs> the I mean, interesting. Thing. but it really is because, but now we're talking about like, okay, so what drive back then it was people like drive for like that's why they had big families right i mean if you read the the industrial revolution about that they had families to farm and then the funny thing was they had bigger families and they needed bigger farms in order to support families and then like and then all of a sudden it just shifted right in a relatively relatively short period of time which is interesting i think we're actually in that that crescent if you will right now through covid and through what it's doing it's like this change of things that's happening right all of a sudden it's kind of, we're waking up and emerging as a new, um, society, you know, that's what's happening just worldwide, locally for everything. People are kind of waking up and going, I mean, even this conversation didn't, wouldn't exist. You know, some people wrote about it 50 years, hundred years ago, but not necessarily like it is today. Like how many people are talking about, you know, it starts inside meditation, mindfulness. I mean, every yoga, all these things that they're doing because people are recognizing that these things don't work. And they're not saying it in the same way, but basically what they're saying is, and and people are moving in that direction, even though they don't fully understand what it means, it just goes, this whole chasing and doing thing is fun, but it doesn't work the way I thought it was going to work or the way that I've been told or instructed that when I got something, it was going to complete me. Well, that doesn't work. So then people are waking up and going, let me go inside. Let me go do that work. And then go out and do the fun things that we do in life and enjoy it. I mean, birds sing to you, trees are there, there's lakes, there's waters, there's rivers, there's oceans, go swim in them, right? Go have fun. So now we're talking back of like money, fame, pleasure, and power, because those are the things now that people have the opportunity to, to get addicted to. And so when you're idled or addicted to something or love something, one of those things is money, fame, pleasure, or power. They start to become a decision framework for who you are without even you being aware of why you're going after those things.
1: So can you just give me an example of mine and power? Like how, what's, give me an example of how I might go about a decision with, it's actually for me, that's the harder one to understand how to make a decision? How would I be making a decision based on power?
0: Well, just think about your, uh, any, like for, for instance, like even where you work, right. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't work for somebody that didn't give you freedom and flexibility, right. Or to be able to kind of do the things that you want to do within a job requirement. Right. So you're actually making that decision. I just happen to be really okay with that decision that you do. Well,
1: actually, after you said that, I also thought, you know, I also probably wouldn't work with I never say never, but I don't know if I would work with a VP at a you know, large company where it's like yeah. a mid level VP. Yeah.
0: But there you go, right? <laughs> I wanna
1: work for the founder yes. or the CEO because there's power, power. in that.
0: Yes. Yeah. There's power in that whole thing, right? You've yeah. always wanted to and in, and you think about the the couple of jobs you had before you came here, right? They the there weren't almost there wasn't enough decision making power opportunities to be able to do that at that level of what Correct. there's no wrong Although with i worked that. next to the leader yeah. of
1: the leader. Yes. Or the other yeah. example of
0: this is the same one that you actually just said, which is like not even listening to us because you want to be power over what you think that what you want to do. So therefore yes. you're not choosing to listen to certain things in your life because you want to be the one who has authorship of that. Right. Meaning that you want to create it and then not follow through with it. It's kind of like the old adage. It's like,
1: <laughs> that's it's, not on everything in my life.
0: <laughs> no, but like, it's, it's funny. Cause like, uh, it's like, you know, you, you, go tell an entrepreneur that they need to work 40 hours. They don't want to do that. And they'll quit and go work 80 just to show you they work forty. Like yeah, they can't yeah. like don't tell me but to work 40 I'm gonna doing, work 80 right yeah because
1: they're doing it not for themselves and for their their own vision and their
0: own thing that they want to create yes or for power right? or for power yes. sure so that's how we can those things can just show up and I would just be aware I use of like, my power for good though of course you can use all this stuff for good <laughs> and you can use it for some things for not good right yeah or even like power in your relationship with, with Bill, right? Yes. Like there's, you're, you are in a relationship with a certain type of person so you can exhibit your power over them. Yes. I actually, just know that because. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. No, our, our, when we, um, we did some, uh, couples therapy a couple of years ago and she literally was like, Hallie, you would not want to be with somebody who wouldn't let you get your way all the time <laughs> Full And I'm like, oh my God you're right and Bill's like, yeah, it's totally fine with me too and I'm yeah. like, okay great this is yes. why I've been together for almost yeah. 20 years
0: yeah and Bill's maybe be like pleasure where he like actually wants to like go out there and have and, and make sure that everyone is I is, feel like he has well, no he
1: doesn't have an idol <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't think he yeah. has any of those but maybe pleasure
0: but like you know like to go out there to please other people. Yeah. Right. That's what I mean yeah. by pleasure. Like sure, I know a lot sure, of people yeah. that like don't want anything, but that all they really want is to make sure everyone else is pleased. Yes. That's a form of pleasure that people can fall yeah, in love that's with.
1: That's right, right, right. That's so true. And then and then I see that hu- like, hurt themselves or other people yeah,
0: by exa- that. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. It can, if, if it yeah. gets abused, right. Yeah. Like those, those different things. I even think of like, a somebody like my mom, right. It was like her, her, pleasure drives her, but not pleasure from necessarily her pleasure to helping other people. Right.
1: But she does get pleasure from doing yes, that. Of course. Yeah. But yeah. that
0: can also make sure that you can, you can not sometimes this, this isn't the case for her, but like you can get in situations where you don't actually take any time for yourself because oh, like, yeah. you feel like that's bad. Yeah. So again, you can see, you just have to make sure you're aware of what that is. Right. Um, for me, and, and, and I've shared this before, it's, it's really not fame. It's, it's really not pleasure. Power's close. It really is. It's right there, but it's money, right? Yeah. And money for me growing up was all about like, if you had money, you were cool. Like if you had money, you had reached it. If you had money, you were, you, like you had hit the pinnacle. I even like dad talking sometimes, he's like, yeah, when you got like a million dollars in the bank, like you can just do whatever you want. Like it will be this. And I just remember that conversation. I was like six or whatever it was. And like, yeah. so it's like, I can't wait to do that. And all of a sudden you get there and you're like, that didn't happen. It didn't right, work. Right. 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 This works, but it was money. And I got to be careful in that because sometimes my decision making can be, be throttled by, all of a sudden, like I'm in it. And if I'm not aware, it can be all of a sudden I can tip it and go like, well, it's about money because it's how, if I'm, if I'm not careful, it can be about my self-worth as it relates to money. And so therefore, if I'm giving some of that up, it feels like I'm giving up part of me. Yeah. Right? And the same thing you can do that with power. If like, if you're giving up some power, it can feel like you're really giving up a part of you. Again, it's the false part of you. It's just all an illusion of what it is, but the self-awareness around this can be okay there. Oh, I feel that energy shift, that there it is. That's, that's the money part of it. That's, I can feel that coming in there and the more aware you become of that you go, let me just pause on making this decision, right? What is best for the organization? What does it look like? And then you'd go out and do it and there's nothing wrong with power. There's nothing wrong with money. There's nothing wrong with pleasure. There's nothing wrong with fame. Mm -hmm. It's just, if you're, if you're constantly, you're making these decisions unconsciously for one of those things, thinking that it's going to turn you on or thinking it's going to make you feel whole or that you're going to never have to arrive any other place anymore. Once you have that, you're just doing it for the wrong reasons. And then you just keep what the problem is, is once you do that, it turns you on for a second, you get, you make a lot of money in a week or a month or whatever that is, or a year. All of a sudden you go, Oh, this is wonderful. And then in a couple of moments you go, I need more. It's the law of diminishing returns. It's just real. The law of diminishing return basically just states the more I have of something, the more it naturally stops turning me on like it did originally. It just does. The key to all that is to just go, I'm going to go turn myself on (laughs) because it's inside, anyways. And then I'm either going to have more of it or not. I'm going to do everything I can to support it and, and grow these things. It doesn't mean you don't have goals, right? It doesn't mean, People sometimes misunderstand these teachings. It's not about not having things or boats or yachts or cars or helicopters or anything that you want to do. It's just, you're not doing any of that other than it's just something you get to go play with and have fun doing. It's like you play in Monopoly. It's fun to grab some hotels over here. It's fun to grab this thing. It's just fun to do it. But you, if they went away tomorrow, you would still be wonderful. You still may have to take some corrective actions on those things, and you don't look for that to happen. You don't want it to happen. But if it does, it's not going to affect who you are, period. And when you get to that state, then you can actually enjoy any one of these idols. You can go, oh, there it is. Look at this money thing's kicking in again. You just have that conversation. Because I'll go look at this little thing. It's trying to grab me and pull me into this whole other world of making these decisions over here. So you just kind of, you kind of work through that. Again, this is just a great way of working through this. So what do you do when it pulls, right? What do you do when like you, you notice that you're making a decision based on money or pleasure or fame, right? First you pause, you can do a quick little three, two, one, relax, drop your shoulders when you're doing it. And then you just, you wait till you get clear because people already do this. You already do this. So let's just say like power is your thing and power can also come out in anger, right? Cause you're just like, if I'm getting angry, I'm powerful, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just say you're in a meeting and you get angry. And I don't mean like you're actually f- punching somebody, but you, people generally know that you get angry in the meeting. So all of a sudden you're there and then you feel good in the moment. Then all of a sudden you woke up tomorrow morning and you go, I don't know why I did that. Why? If you get so angry in that meeting, like, it's just weird that I did that. Like I know, like I it felt good in the moment and just do that. So like you just you you start to become aware of that. Mm-hmm. So then the next time you're in the meeting, and all of a sudden you still feel that energy shift, which everybody knows when that you can feel the force starting from within. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how else to say it, right? No, you, it's so true, though. You just start to feel the force shifting, and you're going, here it comes you get the choice to go, Oh, look at this. Like it wants, it wants me to go engage with it. It wants me to go and focus on this, this anger, this power, right? This part that you, you want to go indulge with it. You just three, two, one, relax, and you let it move or at minimum, just walk away, (laughs) right? Or go for a run or be conscious about it, be mature about it. If you can't let it go at that level. And that's what letting go actually is people just, or that's what surrender is or untethering yourself. Or somebody sent me this video the other day and it was like about detachment. It's the same thing. Everyone's saying the same thing now, which is wonderful. And I'm so happy that everyone's talking about it this way. That's all you're letting go. You're letting go of that part of you. That's fine. And then about to not be fine. And it's only not fine because you glue yourself to the part of you. That's not okay. When I say not okay, it's that part of you that comes up that's anger, or the part of you that's coming up that's jealousy, or a part of that's coming up that's irritation. And when that part comes up, or power, or fame, and all of a sudden it comes up in in a destructive way, and you attach yourself to it, there's no way you can make the highest decision in the organization. There's no way you can make the best decision for your health. There's no way you can make the best decision for your parents or for anybody else when you're glued to fame, or glued to pleasure, or glued to any of these idols. So when you're glued to them, you just wake up and you go, I'm not, I'm not going to make a decision when I'm in that state. I'm going to walk away. I'm unlovable, whatever it is. You're just going to do something and then at least wait to the next morning. Cause you wait to the next morning. And by the way, this has happened to me. It's like, I've waited the next morning and I still feel it. Mm-hmm. So therefore I'm like, I'm not ready to make this decision yet. And every time that I've, I've waited a day or two and it's still there and I've made the decision, it's been the wrong decision. Mm. Or it's been a learning lesson for me or it wasn't the highest decision that I could have made. Right. So sometimes you have to just sit there and go like, okay, I'm going to wait seven days on this. I'm going to wait seven days to see if this feeling is still here about me doing this. Or or two weeks, right? If it's really that, right? You can wait a little bit. But usually after seven days, you've had enough time to work and let it go, let it go. And then all of a sudden you kind of wake up one morning and go, I'm so glad I didn't do that.
1: Is there ever a time when if as long as you're conscious of that, you're making the decision based on one of these idols, that it is the right decision.
0: um,
1: Like I I just use power for an example. Like I know I'm making the decision because I want more power. I'm okay with that.
0: I think as long as you're okay with it, you're okay with it. And that's the highest that you're going to make the decision at that time. I I think there's, I don't think that's the highest decision you could have made at any level. If you're making it from any one of these places.
1: What about in business? I mean,
0: making a good money decision is... That's different than making it because you personally need money or that you personally are attached to the fruit of the money. Okay, I see what you're saying. It's It's nothing to do with, like, using... Right Your or making power a, to make a better decision yeah. as for the organization is yeah. Different.
1: I guess maybe that's a better example because I'm. But like, you're
0: not doing it. What I'm saying is, you, what the whole crux of all of these is that if you're making a decision because you're attached, you've you attached yourself to one of these idols. Right. It's never the highest decision.
1: Okay. Well, ever. I th- yeah, I was gonna say in business sometimes fame comes to mind too because you know, a lot of companies, ours included, will, you know, put us, we want to be an ink magazine and we want to be, you know, getting awards and and, and like the one that you just got for Real Trends. So to me, that's a little bit of going after the fame and you're just saying nothing wrong with that as long as we're not attaching our worthiness as a company or worthiness as individuals to whether or not we got the award.
0: Yeah. I mean, I didn't even go to accept it. Right. Like, so I mean, it's like, it's, it doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It yeah. just means that like, I don't like that's wonderful and it's wonderful for the organization exactly. and I'm happy to get it for the organization. Right doesn't change who I am. Right, right, right. Okay. It's wonderful. I'm, I'm really honored yeah. to have received because any I, I
1: award. I feel like a, a, not a big part, but, but like a decent chunk of my job is making sure that yes, we abso- of course. Yes. yeah, get out there and so remember, fame this, in our company. This always
0: goes down to it as like what part of you is doing it. Yeah. Are you going out there to get fame, to build your organization, to get more clients, yes. to hire better people? Absolutely. Yes. You should do that all the time. Tell your, it's really telling your story, exactly. telling your story through getting wins and all those different things that you're doing out there, exactly. but you're not going out there to get it. And then saying, I want everyone to know how awesome I am yeah. because of what people are giving me. Right. Right. right okay. If you're awesome, you don't need to tell anybody. Yeah. If you're spiritual, you don't need to tell anybody. I
1: had to tell you I was right on the podcast when we started, but that's probably my my power thing. Power thing, I know. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. But you see what I mean? Like that's it. That's that's the line difference. If you're just, if you are it, you don't have to actually truly tell anybody you are, unless you're asked in an interview or asked in a different setting. Sure. There's cases they're very limited. If you're giving a presentation or something, yeah, maybe use that as an example. But people feel the difference. Oh, totally. Yeah. Versus like when people maybe people are billionaires but the people are walking around saying i want everyone to know that i'm a billionaire is doing it differently than the person that's just a billionaire that nobody knows about right right in or like maybe you are famous
1: right unless you're saying i'm a billionaire because it's going to help I don't know. To me, a nonprofit I just, or it's going to yeah, help your company. Yeah, yes. I, right. 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 so you can say yeah. the same
0: word. This is why I always go back to spirituality. Personal growth is never about changing what you're doing. Right. Do the same thing. It's what part of you is interacting or what part of you is doing it. Right. Right. Yeah. If you're doing it from an egoic self, right. Or a self concept part, that's trying to strengthen your image of who you think you are. That is a false pretext. And that will never work. And which is why people wake up doing more of that, trying to solidify their concepts more and more and more every single moment to make that feel like it can't be taken away from them. That is what in the Bible they talk about. Don't build your house on sand. I mean, it's literally what they mean by that is like, if you build your house on sand, at some point it's going to be washed away. If you build your life on your self-concept, it can always be taken away, which is why everyone wakes up scared and anxious. So you don't build it on that. You build it on who you really are, which is knowing that you know that you're knowing that you're knowing. <laughs> And then you enter life that way. So this awareness exercise, I would love for you to do it. Money, fame, pleasure, and power.
1: And let us know which yes. one. We love, I'd we love, love to hear, hear that. From people.
0: Yeah, which one are you and why? And then what, what awareness that you bring around that. And then um, do this with your team. It's a wonderful exercise. Hey, before you go today, I want to give a shout out to everyone who has left us a review. It really makes a huge impact and helps us spread the word about our podcast. This review is from ES Dunn love to listen to adam and hallie's podcast i'm always inspired and challenged to change and be a better person love that i love the positivity and that they share their successes i would add and our failures with their listeners so thank you so much for that review he has done we really look forward to reading these every time they come in so thanks again